On the 24th of February 2022, Putin announced he would conduct a special military operation in Ukraine. Мною принято решение о проведении специальной военной операции. Minutes later, there were explosions near Kiev and the whole country. The invasion had started. President Zelensky, addressing Ukrainian people, declared martial law and said, we are going to win anybody because we are Ukraine. Glory to Ukraine. We are strong, we are ready for everything, we will win everyone, because we are Ukraine. It has been more than nine months since the invasion of Ukraine and the world will never be the same. You are listening to T-Cosmos Podcast and I am your hostess, Marlies Anastasopoulou. On November 24th, under the Acropolis, the Institute of International Relations organized the 4th Athens Security Forum, focusing on how the war in Ukraine has affected European security. I had the opportunity to follow the forum and interview some of the speakers. Here are some highlights. Mr. Misea Joanna, Deputy Secretary General of NATO. And you asked me at the beginning, um, how uh, is NATO doing? We are doing great, thank you. And uh, we are doing great because this dramatic transformation of European security and world affairs is indicating the indes- indispensable role of NATO as the real guarantee for European security and the need for the transatlantic bond. And of course, NATO-EU partnership is critical in making sure that we have uh, coherence and synergies. Also, NATO is doing much more uh, across all domains, on land, in sea, in air, in space and cyberspace. Uh, we have taken since last February fundamental uh, steps to strengthen deterrence and defense from the Baltic to the Black Sea and with Sweden and Finland from the north to the Baltic to the Black and to the Mediterranean Sea. So that's uh, an eastern flank of, of significant, of significant uh, uh, length and depth. And I think this is good for European security as a whole. Greece uh, is a highly valued NATO ally, and it's a key to security and stability in Southeast Europe and also in the Mediterranean. And your naval forces strengthen our maritime posture. You just keep the skies over Montenegro safe, and you contribute to our missions in Iraq and Kosovo. Greece also leads by example when it comes to defense spending, investing 2% of GDP in defense. And continuing to invest in defense is continuing to invest in our future, in our security. Because as the war in Ukraine shows, security is the foundation for everything. Mikulas Jurinja, president of Wilfred Martin Center for European Studies and former minister of Slovakia. It is, it is not normal that Europe is more numerous than the United States economically comparable with the United States, but we are powerless. It cannot work. And I am sure that it is also good for the United States, for our allies in NATO, if Europe will represent equally strong military pillar of NATO, which is able to defend not only the eastern flank of NATO, but also the southern flank of NATO. The Vice President of the European Commission, Mr. Margaritis Hinas. A general question, how the war in Ukraine has affected the European Union? 
The answer is rather simple, a lot. Uh, as a consequence of the war, the European Union has taken unprecedented historic decisions. Uh, we've managed to deliver on uh, outcomes that have never even been contemplated in, in community history. First, we activated uh, for the first time ever this blanket protection status, temporary protection status for the over 6 million uh, Ukrainian refugees, which gave them immediate and unconditional access to our job market, to our education and health systems. Um, for the first time ever, we used uh, EU taxpayers' money to buy weapons for a third country. We are uh, the world champions of micro macroeconomic assistance to Ukraine. We have uh, delivered uh, more than 19 billion euros so far in the first nine months of the war, and we have already pledged for uh, 20 billion euros more for next year. Ukraine is fighting because the European Union is supporting the, the state of Ukraine uh, economically. So uh, the war has singled the transition of uh, a Europe of naivety and innocence to a Europe of assertiveness and confidence. Uh, uh, and that's a reality. Mr. Peter Altmaier, former Minister for Economic Affairs and Energy in Germany. What is the effect of the war in Ukraine when it comes, and I'm talking about the, the one thing you would choose when it comes to Germany or uh, German defense? Well, the um, war in Ukraine is a big challenge for freedom and democracy in Europe. I'm optimistic we will meet the challenge. The second point is that um, we are facing a recession, and uh, this recession can be more easily overcome uh, if we strengthen European unity, European solidarity uh, between poor and richer countries, between smaller and bigger countries, between East and West. And the third challenge is that uh, we have to make sure that Europe remains a leading economical, political and technological power worldwide. Because we have seen in this, in this Russian war against Ukraine that um, Russia uh, has been unsuccessful uh, because it was an economically weak country, a technologically weak country. Um, and therefore, one lesson is we have to spend more for defense. We have to spend more for research and development. And we have to implement our research and development results uh, in industrial projects uh, worldwide. Mr. Dimitris Keridis, Greek MP and Professor of International Politics in Pantheon University. I think no matter how the war ends, and it will end at some point, the main basic effect is that uh, it leads to the breakdown of the relationship between Russia and Europe. Mm -hmm. This relationship will never be the same again. Europe will never be over-dependent, over-reliant on uh, Russian energy sources the way it was until February 2022. Russia is turning eastwards, away from uh, Europe, and this is a great tragedy uh, for uh, Russia and for Europe. And Ukraine will, whatever is left of Ukraine, uh, we hope uh, uh, the bigger the better, <clears throat> the more the better, U Ukraine will Europeanize. Um, this old question about uh, the identity and orientation of uh, Ukraine, how European it is, 
Uh, I think it has been answered through the brutality of uh, President Putin's invasion of Ukraine. Ukraine will be a part of Europe um, at some point of the EU, at a later uh, point of the rest of the Euro-Atlantic uh, institutions. I think this will be the main uh, very concrete result of this uh, tragic uh, war. Mr. Ephraim Inbar, President of the Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security in Israel. There has been a recent uh, rapprochement between Israel and Turkey. How real is this and can Erdogan be trusted? Well, trust is not the part of my vocabulary in international politics. Uh, Turkey is an important country and uh, we didn't have uh, full diplomatic relations. And I think it's a good development that we have uh, diplomatic relations with Turkey. But I don't think that we are able at this stage to return to the type of relationship we had in the 90s. Because uh, after all, Erdogan uh, belongs to uh, the Islamic Muslim brothers, and these are not our cup of tea. Mr. Mustafa Aydin, President of International Relations Council of Turkey. Finally, let me make a point about Turkey. Energy is an important, obviously, for everybody, but for Turkey too. Uh, but it's a secondary issue. Let us not make a mistake why Turkey has been so active in couple of last couple of years in the Eastern Mediterranean. It's not about energy. It might look like it, but it's not. Uh, for Turkey, I think Syria is the survival issue. So I'll, I'll give you kind of a list of priorities. Syria is the survival issue because it touches the Kurds. It touches the Turkish domestic politics, it touches Turkish borders, everything. So it's the survival issue. Aegean, and maybe now is part of the ISTMED becoming, but Aegean is a sovereignty issue for Turkey. The discussions about the islands, the militarization, uh, territorial waters, continental shield, everything, it's, the, it's not a survival issue, but it's a sovereignty issue. But it's, it's secondary, but it's important. And I think Ukraine, as well as <laughs> Cyprus, I'm, I'm going out of limp here, Ukraine and Cyprus are regional security issues for Turkey. So let me repeat it again. They are not survival issues, they are not sovereignty issues, but they are regional security issues. Energy is an economic security. It's even down the list. So we have to keep this kind of a list uh, when we are analyzing what Turkey is doing and why it's doing. You can watch online all these very interesting panels of the Athens Security Forum on the website and on the YouTube channel of the Institute of International Relations, that is edis.gr. The forum was held with the support of Wilfred Martin Center, Conrad Adenauer Stiftung, NATO and the City of Athens. (laughs) 